What's happening, everyone? And welcome back to Park Lane Podcast. Don't panic. Normal uh, service has resumed, and I am back in the hot seat. Um, No more do we have to listen to Harry Scarf um, and his banter. So anyway, um, welcome to the show, everyone. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Winnie. Winnie, how you doing, mate? You all right? I like how you say always. I, you know, I haven't, I've been a bit hit and miss recently, but yeah. Um, no, I'm all good, mate. Uh, you know, you think with the season ending, um, the, the, you know, the, the, the pods would dry up, but because we are Tottenham Hotspur, there is always something to talk about. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, just, just chatting shit, mate. Exactly, mate. That's it. You know, when some people sleep, we keep going. Uh, <laughs> those of you listening to uh, any podcasts uh, and like to keep up with the episode numbers, this is episode 41. I always forget every week. So welcome to you guys. I really appreciate everyone that listens on any uh, podcast platform as well, because we try and grow that organically and it's going really well. Um, And for those of you that are live on YouTube or even watching us in the future, then make sure you hit the subscribe button and make sure you hit the like button. We did just finish our competition to win a new Spurs shirt. So congratulations to the winner of that. We will try and run a new competition soon. Just need to save up a bit more money so that we can actually... Do it again. Um, and for the first time ever on the show, we're joined by Alan. How are you doing, mate? You all right? I'm um, very well. Thank you for having me. Um, I've been asked a couple of times to come on and I've had arranged and know it's got put back. But yeah, good to be here. And as always, let's talk Spurs and all the merry-go-round that is Spurs so-called signings. So yeah, let's get to it. Mate, it's excellent to have you on. And uh, he has been allowed back, but not allowed back in the hot seat. Harry Scarf, how are you doing, mate? I'm very good, thank oh. you. It's great to be back. <laughs> good You're to right? have you, mate. Did you enjoy your barbecue? Yes, I did, thank you. Yes, it was, uh, yeah, very, very nice, but it's good to be here. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I want to shout out to some people in the comments real quickly. So Johnny's joined us. Um, so says, hello, Luke and co. Aside from you being Spurs fans, you guys are great. Um, and then uh, Harry Kane, number 10, has got a bit triggered by our thumbnail. So we will talk about that a little bit um, later on in the show. So today's show is really all going to be about transfers. We're going to talk about, you know, players that have signed for us because it has happened and players that may be signing with us. We may also touch on, you know, who you want uh, to sign for Spurs and realistic targets. So. Let's start with the deal that has gone ahead. And Alan, I'll come to you first. Uh, Dejan Kulusevski has signed officially for Spurs. You know, a lot of people triggered by this as well. There's a lot of triggering going on at the moment. Um, You know, Daniel Levy saved himself 5 million euros, but people weren't happy about that. What do you think? Well, it's always Daniel Daniel Levy's DNA to save money where he can. I mean... If he could get away with throwing change at a player for them to play for Spurs, he would literally do that. It's what he, he's known for. Um, I think that Kulazewski signing, like getting him on a permanent, is it's a no-brainer. It's a good bit of business. People will say that he was awful last season, but let's be honest, majority of that squad were awful last season because of what um, they had to endure from, for me, side note, Conte restricted them too defensive and basically, I think he nullified a lot of what Kulazewski and Son could yeah. do. With Postacoglu, in a way, he likes to play high-pressing attacking football. I think he's going to shine. I think he's going to go back to the when we first came into the Premier League, breath of fresh air. And for me, it was an absolute no-brainer. People criticise him, say he always cuts in. I've seen him go on the outside and beat a player and put a ball in. So I think he's got both to his game. 
He's deceptively quick and strong and can turn quite quickly. So he can cause defences problems. And also you've seen in the later games in this season, he can tuck inside and cause problems like quick passing, the change of passing as well. So he's got a lot to his game. And with a manager like Postacoglu coming in, trying to play the right way attacking football, I think you'll see him go up levels this season. And for the price that you could get him, I don't think there was another person you could get with a like uh, that price, uh, he's quality other than Kulazewski. You'd have to overpay 50, 60 million plus to get somebody of his quality in. So for me, the right deal, um, you know, good bit of business. And hopefully this season, I'm proven right that he will go back to being the Kulazewski when he first come in and we've got a serious player on our hands. Yeah. Do you know what, Alan? I think you've like pretty mm-hmm. much hit that completely spot on. I think like Kulazewski is young, he's talented. Um, he is deceptively quick and strong. He can go on the inside. Of course, he likes to cut in on his left foot and try and either put a cross in or uh, whip it in the far corner. But, you know, as you say, I think like I think he was stifled under Antonio Conte in the latter part of uh, Conte's reign. And I think that under Ange, there could be various options for him. I've seen some people debating whether he could play in an eight, you know. And the thing is with him due to his age as well is that you know, he is has the ability to be able to transform as a footballer as well. So I think it was, as you say, it was a no-brainer. And uh, look, if we can save a few quid here and there, I'm really not um, against it. But Winnie, what do you think about the deal? Literally what's been touched upon, it's an absolute no-brainer. And it's an absolute bargain this day and age when you look at the transfer fees, how much Mason Mount's going to... I know he's a completely different player, but just in, in, you know, in respect to transfer fees as they are today... Uh, what Mason Mount's going to cost. It's astronomical compared to what we've got in Kulisevsky, who is, um, let's not say, he's not he's not exactly ready-made for the Premier League yet because he's obviously only had a, a, few, a few stints at it, but he's definitely he's definitely capable of doing that because we've seen it. Um, I must admit, I was um, I was one of the first to... I'd never scrutinise a player. I'm not the type of player, person to jump on a player's back, but I was there for his debut when he came on. Um, and, oh, my God, he looked horrendous. And, you know... It's what you expect changing leagues and stuff and, um, you know, just the whole thing about a new club and you need time to bed in. I get it. But, uh, yeah, he, he just went on strength strength to strength from there. And we've got ourselves an absolute bargain for a young player who is, as, as we've touched upon, he's deceptively quick, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, absolute bargain. Um, and I did see reports that we were potentially going to pull out of the deal. Um, Newcastle came in at one point, whether you believe that or not. Um, but I, you know, I don't think there was any doubt that he was going to end up at, at Tottenham, and I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing for it. Yeah, exactly. Scarfy, you got uh, any, you know, any other thoughts on that? Any kind of things that you want to pick apart, or are you, are you happy to see uh, him sign for Spurs? I, I'm very, very happy to see him sign for Spurs. But no, I, I think both Alan and Willie hit the nail on the head with this. It was an absolute no-brainer. Uh, as you know, I have definitely dished out a fair bit of. Um, you know, anger and criticism towards both Daniel Levy uh, and Enoch um, and the ball recently. But, you know, that is a, a fantastic deal. It was a no-brainer. And to get that that five million off that deal as well, fantastic. But people say, like you say, he had a bad season last season, but he's, he's not the only one. Yeah, look, look all around him. Yeah, the rest of the whole team were having um, just generally a, a, a terrible season, suffered from injury problems. You have three different managers. Um I don't think Conte's way of playing will help him. And I, I hope, hopefully Postacoglu's way of helping is the way his style of play will, will benefit Kulisevsky. But a player of his quality and potential at such a young age, um, you know, that is an absolute bargain. Um, you know, that 30, 30 um, million euros 
which I think is about 27 million. I think it's an absolute bargain. I like when he says with the amount that Mount's going for, potentially 70 million to Man United, who I, 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 I definitely much rather have Kulusevsky, but that's for sure. So um, that makes it look an absolute bargain. So a great start for the transfer window, put it that way. Yeah, definitely. Completely agree. Um, shout out to a few people in the comments. So Spurs Plus has said Madison is not a waste of money. Yeah, um, I agree. Johnny has said, have you guys remembered your coach's name yet? And also said, <laughs> like the video people, weirdly, none of the four people have yet liked it. So, Johnny, if you could control the people liking the video, I would be your best friend for life. So, <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> moving on, because, you know, I have been away for a week, but, um, you know, I've been keeping a close eye on a few of these things that have been happening. And, and one of the ones which is kind of moving slowly but you as you would expect with Spurs is uh David Raya uh from Brentford in goal you know the one thing that we need apart from obviously a center back minimum left footed um or two and an attacking midfielder potentially is uh a goalkeeper because Hugo Lloris is going and so therefore we need to be able to replace him with the number one uh Winnie I'll come to you first you know, there's talks, again, we'll talk about prices and money and all the rest of it, but realistically, none of us know the exact figures. Rumouring around 40 million mark, you know, me and Harry on our WhatsApp group have been debating this, you know, whether we think it's <laughs> worth it. I think it's, I think it will get done for about 30. But uh, what do you think about him in general? Because as much as I believe he's a good goalkeeper, he, you know, I'll... I'll say this, he wasn't my top priority as a goalkeeper. Yeah. I think there are other goalkeepers, but I would still be very happy after looking at a lot of his stats last season. Um, but what do you think about David Raya? From You know, I, I like him. It, 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 it's refreshing to see um, Tottenham delve into the market of the Premier League. We don't usually, and we don't typically do that. Um, we normally go abroad somewhere and find this potential hidden gem. Um, and I say hidden gem, we found, look at the keepers we found. I, I hadn't even heard of... Um, a couple of, you know, the few that we've had previously that are going to be, you know, uh, or supposedly Lloris's predecessor. Um, Ready-made in the Premier League. I like him um, from what I've seen of him anyway. Um, I've seen conflicting reports um, that he's not good with his feet, but then someone um, a bit more reputable said he's one of the best in the Premier League with his feet. Um, so who knows what to believe. But what I've seen, I think he's OK with his feet. Um, certainly better than Lloris, which isn't difficult. Um, but yeah, so I'm, 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 I don't really care how much it costs. It's not my money. Obviously, if we was to go silly and spend 60, 70 million, then I'd be a little bit disappointed. But again, it's not my money. So, uh, yeah, I'm happy with it. Uh, and, and let's be honest, we need um, a keeper that's going to set us up for some time, which is what we got with Lloris in the first place. So we need someone else to come in and I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it being him. Yeah, definitely. Um, Alan, do you have any worries about this deal not getting done? Um and do you think it's a smart deal based on kind of the age of the keeper and his reputation already in the Premier League? Um, yeah, so from what I got told on the stream I just did is that apparently Rea's come out and he's basically implied that Brentford are holding him there for, for more money kind of thing. So for me, if I'm looking at it, I think, you know, he's basically saying he wants to come to Spurs. So that's a plus for us. Obviously, we... Look by what was said previously, mutual agreements have been met between us and the player. It's obviously just getting that fee right. If it comes to it and it's 40 million, I'd pay the 40 million because 40 million for a keeper these days is quite yeah. cheap. Premier League proven, he's 
shot stopping's great. His long distribution's good. He has a slight, like his short passing is a bit suspect at times. When he gets nervous, it, you can see it quite. Uh, one of the things I've seen in a couple of games this season where he's passing out from the back. As soon as pressure's put on him, he can get um, a bit worried and a bit nervous and, and pass and go astray. But it's one of them things that can easily be worked on. And if uh, Postacoglu plays with a higher line, when the ball comes back to him, he should have a lot more time than normal. Because let's yeah. be honest, when this come back to Lloris, we've been that defensive. Literally, you can see Lloris, uh, his worries been amplified tenfold. So I think it's for me forty million. The type of demand for another keeper like Pickford will probably go from Everton, uh, like he's been linked. They're fifty million plus. I think Raya's better than him and cheaper than him. People want an Anana again. Ray, I think, is cheaper than him, and you could argue he's better than him as well for me. So another mm-hmm. no-brainer deal needs to be done. If if it comes to it, like I said, rather than haggle for every penny, like just be like, there's a certain time where you have to go, we'll pay the price. And for me, with the position we are in with the keeper situation and defender, that's one of the areas where you might just have to go, we'll pay the fee and get it done because a keeper as cheap as him as good as him, won't come up too often in your search for a new keeper. So, yeah, it has to be done. It has to be done soon. Yeah. No, I, I do tend to agree on, on a lot of those points that you've said. Um, Jason McClackman, if that's how you say your name, has said uh, Rea is much better value than Pickford. Look, he's always going to be better value than Pickford because Pickford's got the English tax, hasn't he? Which we all know um, adds about 10, 15 million easily onto your price tag. Um, Harry, I said you know, 30 million. You're saying 40 million is a bargain. Um, talk to me about it. Yeah, I'm going to still stick by what, what I said. I think um, 40 million is an absolute bargain uh, in 2023 for, for a top keeper that Alan alludes to. He's uh, probably proven as well. Uh, Brentford done a fantastic job consistently as, as well. Um, obviously, like with loads of other goalkeepers, there's areas of the game that he can work on, but I believe that right manager who's willing uh, I think Postacoglu will be perfect for him and work with him. Um, so for that forty million as well, bearing in mind that you, the likes of the price tag that that Alisson went to, to Liverpool, for example, that, that 70, uh, 80 million. Kepa, for example, Chelsea, Mendy, Chelsea. There's so many keepers that going that I would say aren't near the quality of Raya uh, and who haven't worked out. For, for, for a bigger price of so 40 million uh for me you just got to get it done it once this is one of these situations where I, I don't want to say too much because like with Kulisevsky you get that five million off and it's fantastic so we can get any money off a rare fantastic but you don't want to lose the player um you know by messing around with it with a few million so to get him in the door uh yeah exactly Raya and Kulisevsky through the door in the first couple of weeks of the transfer window isn't bad at all. My only, my only concern is Manu. Like you said, I know we like to, you know, Daniel Levy does like to penny pinch and it's worked on the Kulisevsky deal because I don't yeah, think yeah. many people were going in for him at, at the same time as us. But obviously I know there are a few teams that are looking for a goalkeeper at the moment. So this is probably one time where we need to just match, if not go, OK, yeah. we'll get as close to what they are asking for because we do need a keeper desperately. Um so we will see that hopefully, hopefully, um, Levy does it, but we who knows? 
Yeah. Yeah, and I don't mind negotiating in the 30s, but it's when it becomes a problem like when we're going to put like a 20 million bid in, well, that's that's yeah. that's not even a half. But if, by all means, put a bid in for for 35 million, 38 million, and get close to it, and, and just see. But we shouldn't be talking 20s. I don't think. It's difficult, though. In, in the art negotiation, you never want your first offer to be accepted because you know you could have gone lower. Um, exactly, yeah. That's the way I like to live. But um, I do under- also understand, though, everyone's points and understand the pressure and the, the time aspect on it because, let's be honest, as soon as Postacoglu comes through the door, like we want this squad as ready as it can be, bar one or two additions. You know, We, we need a first-team goalkeeper there for the first day of training that like we don't want to have just Fraser yeah, Balls yeah, banging about like you know this is how it's how it's done lads type of thing um anyway let's move on a little bit to the headline act of today's show I'm going to get there a little bit early today um James Madison now you know a lot of debate going on across the Twitter sphere about James Madison, like, you know, those that, that know me and follow me know that I'm not a Madison fan. Um, I think he's a good footballer, but <clears throat> there are worries for me and uh, and things like that. But I kind of want to go around the houses and kind of, first of all, get your feedback on James Madison. And also, if we were to get him, what is the kind of price that you would put on his head? And uh, we'll go with you, Alan, first. Um, yeah, so do I like? I mean, I don't, I'm not really a Madison fan. Like, I can admit he's got ability and he's got a good passing, but I'm not he, like when I watch him play, I'm just like, I don't really. It's one of them players you don't really like, but you can admit it's good. It's what I think about Madison. He's a player we need in the fact that we've not replaced Ericsson since he left. So, that final ball, the amount of times we've had positions where not where Kane hasn't dropped deep. Somebody else is in that, and you can see a player making a run, and they haven't picked out the killer pass because we'd have no one else other than Kane to do it um, since Ericsson's left. So he's got that ability on him to be able to pick a ball and like pick out, like make that one pass over the top to stretch teams like going back to their own goal, like we haven't had for some time. So yeah, for me, like again, I if it's going to be him, good bit of business, Premier League proven, um, and I think around a fifty million pound mark is a, a good price if we can get him for fifty million. They've been relegated. I don't think they're going to get anywhere near what they probably would have wanted for him previously. I think your 50 million is about right. Um, but knowing, obviously, the person that is Daniel Levy will probably go with a bit of 35 million in the Mars bar and see how we go and see if we get any closer to that. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's just how they do business. But yeah, Madison, good player, good ability. Um, for the role we need or what we, we plan on the Postacoglu again, I think he'll fit right in. But if it's not him, it'll probably be a, a, a a player like from the J League or from like the Pacific because that's uh, Postacoglu knows that area. But if it's if you were asking me, would I take Madison at Spurs for about 40, 50 million in a heartbeat? Definitely. Okay. Okay. Uh, Winnie, what do you think about Madison? Do you think he's a good player? Well, there's no denying he isn't, he isn't a good player, right? I'll admit he's a good footballer. Problem that I have with him, a bit too much of a prima donna for, for my liking. Uh, what do you think on Madison? Your honest thoughts? Uh, I'm a huge fan. I'll be honest. Uh, I know we were linked with him. I am. No, I am. We were linked with him when he when he came from Coventry, um, and I was disappointed. No, was it? No, yeah, it was. Was it? I think it was Coventry, wasn't it? Norwich, he from, wasn't it? Norwich. I oh, know he was originally from Coventry, isn't he? When he came from yeah. Norwich, yeah. When he was leaving, when yes, he was leaving, right, yeah. yeah, yeah, originally, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when he was leaving Norwich, um, and he was he was touted in the Premier League, uh, we were one of the teams linked with him, 
Um, and again, as most people would say, when coming from the, the leagues below, you don't really watch them, but unless they're a real standout player. Uh, so I hadn't seen too much of him, but what I did watch, and you watch clips and stuff like that, and he looked like a good player. So, um, you know, like um, like we've alluded to already, he's he's ready-made for the position that we want and for the for the kind of tactics and formation that we want to play. So, um, yeah, again, it's the price, isn't it? This is this is the thing that we that we're all concerned with. Um, but again, like I've said, uh, you know, about five minutes ago, I don't really care what what we pay because it's not my money. Um, rival teams can, you know, can, can say what they want and they will have their their criticisms about it. But we can we can pick apart every team that have overspent on a player at some point. Um, Spurs as well, we've done it. We're, we're, we're definitely victims of it. But as long as it's around about the, the 50 million mark, I will be satisfied. But, you know, if it stretches beyond that, I'll be a little bit disappointed, but I won't really care as long as we get him in because I think he's, he's, he's perfect for us, to be honest. Yeah, so... Here was something I wanted to discuss before I go to Harry. Was that a guy who I know quite well, Leicester City fan, um, tweeted a few days ago and said, James Madison has a 15% sell-on clause to Norwich. So the importance of them getting a higher fee is also important to Norwich. What he did say, though, which I don't know the technicalities on, but is there any way that Spurs, if they wanted, which we'll discuss after this, both Barnes and Madison, if they paid a higher fee for Barnes and a much lower fee for Madison, meaning the club would pay out less in in uh, sell-on fee percentages to Norwich. So it's quite could be quite interesting if that is the case, um, if that's something that Daniel Levy would uh, would think about. But Harry, talk to me about Madison. Yeah. Yeah, Winnie, I, I can agree with you. I, I don't know how many times we do it, but this is definitely something that um, <laughs> I can agree with you on with Madison. <laughs> I'd have in an absolute heartbeat. Uh, you, you tell me Madison 50, 60 million. I, I'm still convinced that, that that's a bargain for, for, a, for a player who's uh, proven. He's proven what he can do. You know, one of the, he's the only Leicester player who's is consistent this season. He, he offered a lot. Um, so I think the price tag that comes with it is realistic. Game for less, once again, fantastic. Um, I can't quite see why some people are coming from when they wouldn't take Madison. Uh, I think he drastically improves our team. And I think he's the player that we've been missing since Ericsson's left. Uh, but at the same time, if you turn around to me and said, would I be happy with some of these replacements like the likes of uh, Alex Scott for Bristol? Absolutely. I'd be you know very, really happy with that as well. A young player, really, really exciting. Um, and obviously will be the, the cheaper option for Madison, but you know, for the long term. Um, but yeah, take James Madison the heartbeat. That I'm a massive fan. Uh, he, yeah. he's always a he's always a pleasure to watch. Um and he's just one of those players who, who you know can can take control of that game, just has that magic, magic touch if you like. See, I'd, I'd love him for Spurs, that that'd be a dream come true. Perfect. Cheers for that. And uh Dave has joined us. Dave, hey. how are you doing, mate? You keeping well? Good evening. Squad uh, pop on. Say hello. It's been a while. I had a cut five minutes breeze. So I thought I might swing by. Good and to um, drop in. How are we? Are we all, all good? All good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, you've had an absolute trim to that barnet, and I'm loving it. Hello, <laughs> yeah. mate. It's completely gone now. Hair's gone. Beard's gone. <laughs> what's, what's happening then? What can I talk about for five minutes? Talk about James Madison. Do you think he's worth 50 million quid? 100%. I yes. think Ronald McDonald improves our team, to be honest. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it won't matter who we get. You know, at the end of the day, we 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 lacked so much creativity last season that it was um, evident, it was pathetic. 
we were pathetic. I haven't even ranted about last season yet. I just want to get into it now. I'm too tired. But um, it's coming. It's coming. Next couple of weeks, I'll, I'll jump on properly and uh, I'll be back. But yeah, Madison, 50 million. Get Barnes in there for another 20. 70 million for the pair. Proves our team tenfold. Tenfold. So the main focus for Tottenham, you know, is that attacking midfielder role. But we've got to buy a sign for decent centre-back. It's, point, it's pointless, you know. It's like building a mansion and not putting a front door on it. What's the point? Yeah, yeah, yeah everyone no. come in and rob all your furniture. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> the, the reality of it is it doesn't matter what you build on the outside and what you build up front. If, you're, if, you, if your back door ain't very good, then someone's going to kick it in and take you around the bushes, don't they? You know, so <laughs> that, that, that's the way I look at it. But, yeah, I just thought I'd drop on and say hello, boys. It's good to see you all. Um, I will be back. Uh, see Give me a week or two and I'll see you all soon, all right? And um, Harry, Hoiberg's still shit. Did <laughs> <laughs> you pick it on an individual, Dave? Oh, <laughs> I will still tag, I'll still oh. tag him in uh, anything to do with uh, anything to do with Hoiberg. <laughs> I, love how, I love how he said his, said his piece and then went quickly before He's gone. Was he doesn't want to hear my answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you grief later. <laughs> exactly. No, it is good to see Dave back and uh, Definitely. You know, hopefully in the next few weeks he'll be back to normal and we can... Uh, get this show back on the road um yeah fair fair enough look i i do i do agree with everybody's points on this madison thing and i you know i don't have a vendetta against madison but i just think that there are players out there that i would prefer more who, who would you prefer who? i think yeah. alex scott of bristol city i think he's a good a good player i think yeah, he's young i, I think he could yeah, um but- the thing is, I think we can we can get Madison, and we can. I think they're only they're only touting about twenty million for for Scott, so we could get Madison yeah. and also Scott. Really, there's no there's nothing stopping that. I think that'd I think be fantastic. The problem is, we, you know, if 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 Madison was was going to bolster our squad, I'd probably be a bit okay. That's but you know, look, yeah. for me, Madison's a necessity. We need him. He's going to come straight in and slot straight. He's, he's going to be a starter every week. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. Yeah. I, look, I don't disagree. I just there's certain aspects of him. Like, did anyone watch England on? I'll, I'll kind of be brief on this. Did anyone watch England on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Friday, he yeah. was useless. Mm. He was useless for England against Malta. Really? Like, I, I thought he was really. I, really I don't poor. think he put a foot wrong. I don't think he was magnificent, Luke. But I don't think he'd done anything wrong in the game. He didn't have that impact. But he's just gone for a long, hard season where he's played pretty much every minute. But Leicester and relegation will take it out of you. You know, you ask anyone that goes down, uh, and he he's, he's he's given everything for Leicester. The only player who's been consistent all season. Uh, in the end of the day, it wasn't quite enough. That I think's taken it out of him. Yeah, yeah. no. I, again, I think that if he was that good of a player, there would be a lot more teams after him, and that's always, I think, a, a good sign in my well, opinion. Well, he got Tottenham and Newcastle for a start. That's not a very good argument. Luke, if Newcastle are after a player who've just finished in the Champions League and who have hopes of winning the league in the next two years, you know, you, you're telling me Madison's not a big player. He could be winning the title with Newcastle next season. Yeah, potentially. <laughs> what more motivation do you need? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, let's, um, let's move on to some outgoings. So, you know, this week there were again... Rumours that Davidson Sanchez has said that, you know, he needs to look for, you know, a new adventure and try something else. And a lot of people were thrilled with this. They were thrilled and the Booers were very happy that, you know, we might see the back of him. Um, you know, I, I'm a bit gutted, to be quite honest, about 
Davison Sanchez. I think that he came into the club with a lot of promise. I think that he never really got to show his full potential. I think is the first season under Mauricio Pochettino. I thought he was good, but a lot, you know, a lot has happened to him, and you know, especially with the amount of pressure that's on him based on how he performs when he does get a chance in the Spurs shirt. I think it is right now that he he does leave Spurs, um, but. You know, you can want to leave a football club, but if no one's going to come in and pay the money for you, then, uh, you know, you, you're going to have to stick it out. But, um, Alan, do you think selling uh, Davison Sanchez like really does free up some more yeah. money to be able to really go and get a top quality left-footed centre-back? Uh, not as much as we'd want because we bought him in for, what, 42 million. He's not going to go for anywhere near that price. But it's not just him. Obviously, like we're going to talk about others, but... There's a lot of players at Spurs that I would ship out, and I would I would take them to a new club for free. I, I would personally ship them myself and get them out of this club. But um, Sanchez being one of them, um, yeah, he he done all right in the first season. But for me, although he had good games, I was always seeing the fact that he would rather he would lose his court and like he wouldn't be able to stay focused on the game because he'd rather he'd want to get into a like a wrestling match like a, I'm stronger than you and try and bully players off and he would let track from his game and he would lose focus and be out of position because he's always trying to rough up somebody or get involved out wide trying to like throw him off the ball and just lose his complete out of train of thought on the pitch um he's got ability like in regards to the fact that he can defend and we've seen him at his best and he does look like a good player but he's just not at the level for spurs and i reckon you really could have got rid of him about a season and a half ago where you would have probably got more money. But Spurs have this tendency to keep hold of players. They might come good, keep hold of players, and then you would be lucky to get five million for a player. So he's one of them players we've lost money on. We should have got rid of earlier. But, you know, if he wants to go, I would not stand in the way. I'd happily pat him on the back of the walls out. Thanks for the, thanks for the good job, you know. Thanks for playing for Spurs and all that. But... Yeah, you're not good enough for my club, and yeah, I think it's to start being brutal like that. I guarantee he moves away and uh, and wins something um, straight away. The one player I was uh, I was surprised about that with actually um, that we did kind of just get rid of was uh, Juan Foyth and Winnie. I don't know, like you know, what you think of him. It's hard to to watch. You know, now he's a, a Villarreal, um, but he was one of those players that I thought definitely had a lot of potential. But when I think it was under Jose Mourinho, we just kind of decided to cut our losses and, and sell him. It is interesting that sometimes we do hold on to players like Davidson Sanchez and yet get rid of players like Van Foyth, who looked half yeah. decent. Um, and we don't kind of hold on to them. But we have, you know, moving on to Alan's comment, really, we did also see recently players have their contracts cut short, you know, with the likes of Serge Aurier, uh, I think yeah. it was Soko as well. Um, and there was a couple of others. Do you see that happening with the likes of Sanchez? I can't see anything like that drastic happening, but I, I definitely think we'll be we'll be cutting our losses with him. Look, he's he he says he needs a new adventure. I think he needs to just try a new sport. To be honest, because he's a uh, look. I, I'll always thank people for their service. Anyone that puts the Spurs shirt on, I will support them. Um, I'll never, I'll never, you know, I've said it before. I'll never do anything any anything drastic. I'll never get on any players back, and you know, like some of the fans do, but. You know, as we've just said, he's not—he's just not good enough for us. Um, there was a lot of promise when he came in, um, and he just didn't reach the height that we thought. He's got a lot of good things going for him in terms of like his athleticism. I think he's quite quick. 
Um, but I just don't think he has a brain for a defender. I don't think he, you know, positioning wise and, and you know, like, like we've alluded to as well, he's always, his thought is always to try and get one up on a striker as opposed to watching um, whether someone's goal side of him or, or you know, whether they've, whether they've, he's lost his man in the box, etc. So um, I don't think we'll do anything drastic. I think we'll be lucky to get anything beyond 20 million, to be perfectly honest, um, which is a massive loss on what we paid. But, you know, we, we make some money elsewhere nowadays. So hopefully the, the losses won't matter too much. But it, mm-hmm. there's, there's, no, there's no coincidence that we're probably, you know, if you look at all the rumours of who's going to be leaving Spurs this summer, it's all of our defenders and no one else. So there's no surprise at that because, you know, we shipped 63, 62 goals, whatever it was. Uh, not good enough. We need yeah. a complete... Yeah, Dave blames Hoiberg, who isn't a defender, playing out of position. Yeah, well, maybe, but we'll, we'll, we won't get onto that subject. But <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's no surprise that we want to know. We want to completely overhaul our defence, um, and it starts with Sanchez. Yeah, definitely. Uh, right, we're going to do a quick round um, of keep or sell. Um, oh. Just going to throw some oh. names out there and just pick people at oh. random to like this. Uh, oh, I love uh, this. Say it. So, on a game show, huh? Yeah, I feel like I'm on a game show. There you should be. <laughs> There's no prizes. I'm all out of money this week. Um, <laughs> but Harry, we'll come to you. Davidson Sanchez, keep or sell? Uh, sell. So Richarlison, keep or sell? Keep. Okay, Winnie. Um, Ryan Sessegnon, keep or sell? Sell. Oliver Skip, keep or sell? Keep. Okay, Alan Hobia, keep or sell? Oh. You're on mute. <laughs> right, I didn't want Harry to hear me, so. Okay. And who else am I going to think of here? Okay. Here's a, an interesting one for you again, Alan. It's not really a keep or sell, but it's a sign or not sign. Clement Longley. Uh, don't sign. Don't sign. Interesting. Okay. Good to hear everyone's thoughts on uh, on who it would be. So last thing, we're just going to kind of go around the houses because it will be a short show today. As the boys at the bottom of the screen have things to do, being Father's Day. So happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there, um, whoever you may be. Um, so, Harry, come to you. Name me James one Madison. player that you want Spurs to sign in the next... James Madison. Give, do something original. Name someone that isn't James Matters. Okay, okay, no, okay, I will. I, I can actually. Alex Scott, I spent a couple of hours, let's say, researching uh, Alex Scott the other day and, and kind of his career and his pathway into football. And it's, it's really inter- interesting, inspirational, his journey uh, with Bristol City and the incredible things that he's done at such a young age, and, and which comes with that, that 20, 25 million price tag. Um, you know, at his age in the championship isn't bad at all. I think I think it'd be worth it. I think he's a player that we'd be talking for two or three years' time that Manchester City will want to sign for about 50, 60 million. So I'd go for him now. So if you said to me we wouldn't sign Madison, but we sign Alex Scott, you know, 20, 25, maybe even 15 if we're lucky million, I'd be absolutely fine with that because I think he's still a player that may not walk into our team now, but will eventually, I think, will improve. We'll talk about um a manager imposter Kogu who we're hoping will work with the academy work with the younger players so Alex thought that'd be perfect um obviously if we're talking more unrealistic we can talk about the Ports, but are they really going to come to Tottenham 
Um, I, I personally can't see it, but the most realistic one would probably be Alex Scott. But if I, but if I can say James Madison, it'd be top of my list without question. <laughs> All right. Last quick fire question for you, Harry. Keep loan or sell for Jed Spence? Um, Bear in mind what you said about Yeah, because, yeah, oh yeah. someone who was um, behind the signing of Jed Spence with the career he's had, and the, the just because of the way Conte played football with the fullbacks, it, I, didn't, didn't, I don't know why it didn't quite work out. But I, when watching him on loan, he hasn't really impressed me, not consistently anyway. Um, obviously, I'm not the manager, so I can't make, but can't make this call. I'm, I'm trying my best not to dodge the question here. Um, I think he needs more first-team football, so I'm going to go with loan. I'd love to see him go to a championship club and, and gain um, you know, more more experience, know-how. Um, but if, if Ange thinks he's ready, then go for it. Amazing. Okay. Um, Winnie, <laughs> name me a player that Spurs should sign this window. Uh, interestingly, I'm gonna, you know, H did did um, did did bring his name up just then um, and said he was unrealistic, and I don't really think he's that unrealistic in Laporte. Um, I think we have, you know, he he's so far down the pecking order at Man City, yeah, we have to go true. for it. I think he's someone he could be. I imagine, you know, if if And wants to play a back four, um, Romero and Laporte, I think that's that's a solid solid centre back partner. Um, so yeah, I'd be for, for me, it's Laporte, and I don't think it's as unrealistic as we probably think. We haven't been linked with him yet, um, but it's been you know, it's, it's, it's been reported, it's very clear that he wants to wants to leave Man City because he is so far down the pecking order. Whether he would want to look elsewhere in Europe, I, I don't really know, but um, why not stay in the Premier League and why not stay and why not come to Tottenham? So yeah, yeah Laporte, Laporte point. Not... it's just the price tag, I think, that comes with it more than him. Oh. I think I'm not saying, I think he wants to come with Tottenham, I just it's whether we're going to pay that money when you've got someone like Harry Maguire, who would be not being funny, people can laugh about it, but he's, he's still, you know, Man United were really, really happy with that signing. There's still a player that will, will come for a cheaper price. Yeah, but how, how much is how much is it? How much is it going to cost? How much is Laporte going to cost? That's the question. Uh, I, can't, I can't see it being below fifty million. If I'm honest with you, I really? can see it being... surely, surely. Yeah, I would have said I'd have said twenty five million, but what well, really, I was, thinking, I was thinking thirty, thirty max. Surely. I was thinking between 45 and 55. I think City will value him higher than you think. Maybe, maybe. We don't know. I know they probably pay, they paid a big fee for him, I'm sure. They, they did, yeah. <laughs> they always Adam, do. What do you value uh, Laporte at? Um, I reckon they'll want around 40 million for him. I don't think it's as high as 50. I don't think it's going to be as low as that. But that was my pick as well, Laporte. I think it's doable. And yeah. for me, like because our owners are so good at doing what they... I'll explain why. So they would said they've always said success getting into Europe, success, more money, more that to spend. So we've done it 13 out of 14 seasons. The one year we haven't got European football, they've come out way before and gone like that, hardly any money, sell to buy, work within our means, this, that, and the other. And I think Spurs fans have fallen for it and gone like that, where we can't afford 50 million pound players, but we can. We can yeah. afford 50 million pound players. And I think our owners do it all the time in the way that they're like, we have to try and get by so we don't spend as much and all that. They like to make money where they can. So for me, I think Laporte's doable. I think we have to be like trying to act like a big club. We meant we say we're a big club. We should go out and say Laporte, forty million, main man with Romero. There you go. I think we could do that with quite a few players that apparently are out of our price range. And but it's whether we're like managers or they want to actually take the football part seriously. Um, Laporte definitely for me is one of them guys where you can get him for 40 million uh, improve our defence massively will calm Romero down or be the calming influence on Romero because 
although he's got ability and he's good at tackling, he's very rash. So I think he would be able to settle him down. Yeah, for me, it's a no-brainer to go after Laporte and get him in. Somebody who's Premier League proven, um, great defender. Um, yeah, for me, it should be an easy bit of business, but we know with Spurs. In regards to the Eze bit, I would like Eze over Madison as well, but I just don't think it's really... Oh, I yes. think that one about £65, £70 million pound for him. Yeah. I think that's a bit too much out of our reach, but I would take Eze over Madison all day long if we could. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I think you've been spot on. Like you, you two boys, Winnie and Alan, you both went for my pick <laughs> as well. I think Laporte is definitely doable. I think that um, it's not the it's not the price that will be the issue. For me, it'll be the wage asking point that could be an issue. But look mm-hmm. at the you know the way they structure Harry Kane's wages. You know, yes, okay, now he's on two hundred grand a week, but a lot of he's along wow. a lot more when you look at goal bonuses, assist bonuses, and things like that. And yeah. so we could very easily structure a good deal for Laporte in terms of, you know, clean sheet bonuses, um, you know, things like that, that, that could make it a lot. Yeah, have to pay him roughly, yeah. But it's definitely doable. The one I don't think is doable is uh, Tamori. No. I think that um, he's going to be way above what, what we would be willing to pay. I agree with you, Alan, we could afford to pay pretty much most players in reality it's yeah. just uh, what we'd be willing to pay but um that kind of wraps yeah. us up for today it was a short and sweet show um but we'll be back every sunday at 7 p.m as we always are but um alan before you go i want to tell everyone um how to find you but also i want a prediction of where spurs will finish next season oh pre- oh an early prediction so my last oh. predictions for Spurs in the league have been quite poor, to be fair. So, uh, uh, Likewise. yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I'm going to say sixth, and I'll. So, I think it's going to take time for Postecoglou's ideas to come across, and because our squad still needs improving, I think we're going to have some good results. I think we're going to have some shocking results. I'm going to give him like the season and uh, like into next season, unless he's horrendous um, to obviously, you know, get his complete uh, and utter way of playing across and get the players in he wants to. So I think as long as we improve on eighth, sixth, and I think he takes trophies seriously. So I want us, without European football, I want us to take these trophies seriously. Play a full strength team as much as you can. Don't do what we've done in previous seasons and yeah. put half squads out to be knocked out by Forest, Norwich, Southampton, and who was the other one? Middlesbrough. I don't want that type of thing. I want to go. We've got no European football. There's no reason why we shouldn't be playing and trying to win these trophies and going for them. So that's me hoping for a trophy. I don't think we'll get one. Um, but as long as we see good attacking football progression and higher up the league than eighth, for me, that's a good, that's a decent season. Um, and then where people can find me, the handle is I'm always bad at this. There we go. Time added on. Just got past the thousand um, um Part. So obviously, thank you if people are watching who are on that, or who follow me on my channel or here. Thank you very much for that. You can find me there tomorrow. I've got a show with a um, big Spurs YouTuber who's coming on the channel and all that. So we'll do a one to one, and then I'll open up. Um, I'll throw the link out for people to come on and ask questions, or basically, if they disagree with our takes during the show, they can come on and say what they agree or disagree with. So big show tomorrow, and yeah, at the moment it's talking all transfers. Um, obviously with Spurs and any big breaking news that comes on and doing a couple of ranking shows, which you can go back and check. 
um, what who we'd keep and sell and obviously ranking Premier League teams and all that through their last season. So a lot of different shows going on. So come along, check it out. And yeah, if you obviously like it, subscribe. If not, just ignore me. It's fair enough. <laughs> Every time I do stuff like this, and my partner, she's like, I don't care. I'm like, oh, thanks. Amazing, mate. Thanks for coming on. Winnie, how can everyone find you? Yeah, Winnie1991 on Twitter or on uh, on Park Lane Pod every Sunday at seven, uh, as much as I can. Um, but yeah, obviously go check Alan's channel out as well and all of his videos. Um, like we say, when we when we get guests on. Um, we're all one big community. We all we all want the same thing. We all love the same thing. Yeah. So uh, definitely, anyone that comes on, check them out as well. As, uh, you know, as well as us. But check us out, and then and then check them out as well. Perfect, <laughs> Harry. Uh, want you to tell us quickly about your trip to the Spurs Stadium that's happening soon. Oh yes, of course. Yes, it's very very nice. Um, it's actually, I think, I believe it's Friday. Uh, I've been offered by um, the club and Simon contacted me around uh, the sensory suite at Tottenham and learn what they're doing around uh, autism and neurodiversity. So last week, receiving that notification today. So I'm very, very looking forward to that. And that will be covered on Twitter. So I keep people updated. Uh, where do I think Tottenham are finishing next season? Um, I, I'm, I'm very, very trying to stay positive. And I'll back. I can't say first thing. I'll say Postacoglu is easier. I'll back Postacoglu. Uh, um, I think I'm going to make a bit of a bold prediction here I think we're going to finish ninth but win the FA Cup and to be honest would I take that <laughs> yeah I would take that <laughs> there you go yeah I know so I told you bold prediction but um, yeah not, not as bold as my one last season that we're going to finish second let's say that went very very wrong um, probably not this year but we, we give this a go ninth for the FA Cup well, I'll definitely take that for sure um, find me you can find me there you can my Twitter handle and or have to uh, don't forget to subscribe to Partland Podcast on here most Sundays, uh, 7 pm. Um, yeah, recently done that, that giveaway, as, as we know. Um, and check out my channel as well, Scarfie's First Talk. Um, very, very close to 900 subs. Um, this morning, I've done a keep or sell video, I went through the whole Tottenham squad, including loans and the youth academy. Hey, I'll sell. Um, just say it's over. Half an hour long kind of represents uh, where we are at the moment, but hey ho! So yeah, and also go check out our channel as well. But no, thank you for having me on again. No problem. And as uh, Hasbro TV said, <laughs> looks like Daniel Levy is hacking his Wi-Fi. To be honest, if ha- Daniel Levy is hacking his Wi-Fi, it looks like that trip to White, uh, White Hart Lane might uh, get cancelled no, this true. week. If they watch some of your videos, lad. So, uh, <laughs> no, no, yeah, I wish true. you. Yeah, just wanted to say thanks for having me on. It's, uh, you know, I really like being on and all that, good takes and all that. So, yeah, if you ever need me and I can do it again, I'll be more than happy to come back on. Thanks for having me. And if Pleasure, people are watching, you haven't slapped a like on this stream already, why not? Slap a like, it's free. It's all good. Love that, love, love that. that. Um, love yeah, so, Harry, wish you the best of luck on Friday at the stadium. Um, you know, Thank you. Looking forward to hearing all about that. Um, yeah, if you want to check me out, you can check me out at Luke underscore Park Lane. I'm not that bothered about my Twitter, to be honest. But more importantly... You know, I want to thank everybody over the last kind of 28 days that's you know tuned into this channel because we have seen some acceleration, which we're really, really proud of. Um, and so, you know, we're here every Sunday night, 7 p.m. As, as Alan said, I pretty much say the same thing. Like, if you want to subscribe, subscribe. If you don't want to subscribe, get fucked, basically. Um, but anyway. <laughs> was that a direct quote, was it? Yeah, yeah, direct quote. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But anyway, anyway, um, yeah, thank you all very, very much for tuning. We'll see you next week, 7 p.m. on a Sunday night. And as always, 
a big come on you Spurs. Come on you Spurs. Come on you Spurs. <laughs>